Bobcast with Old Bay Brigade, hosted by Rooster and the Villain. Welcome back to the Maryland Bobcast. It's been way too long, several weeks. My fault. Very busy. How are you guys doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. Um, uh, spent the weekend in uh, Madrid with the wife for our anniversary. That's uh, did what? That's Madrid, New Mexico. Oh, nah. Jesus. <laughs> it's uh, I don't know if you saw the uh, the uh, definitely not Oscar nominated movie Wild Hogs with uh, which McCall it the, the Tool Time guy. They were in that. They were in that. Timothy Toolman Taylor. Yeah. He what's, um, what's his name? What's his name? It's uh, completely escaping. Tim, Allen. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. There you go. Tim Allen. It's literally Tim it's Allen, the cocaine cowboy. Yeah, that's right. He um, turned, turned his life around. They uh, they were in that um, they were in that town. It's like a town of like population two hundred, like tucked down the mountains. There's no cell phone service, but good food, good beer. They got a uh, they got a dispensary there, and Ooh. then um, the uh, in my nice Christian neighborhood yeah. in Texas. Where no, is no, it? this is New Mexico. Ah, that's right. You're right. You're right on the border there. Yeah. The um, know, is it recreational there? In in New Mexico? Yeah. Oh heck yeah, it is. Oh, all right. It's huh. it's so recreational, man. Um, <laughs> the uh, the city the town is cool, real cool. Stayed at a B and B, just kind of did like one day there, and then went to uh, Meow Wolf, uh, that that art installation in Santa Fe, just a trippy place real fun but as i put on twitter every time i've been there somebody finds it hilarious to because there's like tight spaces you got to go through and somebody will always fart and immediately as soon as my wife smells it no matter if she hits the smell first it's always oh my god did you fucking fart and then i have to explain to her no i did not fart this happens every time we come here and i uh, be a smell that's like put into that space I, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know because it's been That'd in be different funny. spots. I think people just uh, – okay. people are like, oh, I've been to this like a million times. I know this is a tight spot. I'm just going to bust ass real quick. And <laughs> New Mexicans are oh. ruthless. Yeah. And and uh, I understood you wore your El Paso locomotive jersey in there and Meow Wolf sponsors New Mexico United. Is that true? Yeah, that, uh, that team up north um, – yeah, they sponsor them. I actually I didn't get any uh I didn't really get any flack. I saw some uh probably like a kid, probably like thirteen year old girl maybe. She gave me a dirty look. She was wearing a New Mexico United shirt. <laughs> and that is the day that Jake fought a a twelve year old New Mexican gal. Yeah, she's like, I'll scissor kick you in the back of the head, Chip. And he just got out of prison. He's out on bail. Yeah. He's on the Maryland Bobcast. This is great. <laughs> Man. He ain't afraid to go back to prison. <laughs> no, He's it's done his time. It, it, it changes a man. Albuquerque's a shithole. I went there, and then uh, we drove to Santa Fe, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. Didn't go to Meow Wolf though, because we had our we had Abby. She was one and a half at the time. Yeah, pre COVID, of course. Yeah, those. The, that's the one thing that always makes me mad is every time we play New Mexico United, they have crap to say about El Paso, like oh El Paso's you know, dirtbag city. And it's like, dude, I've been to your town. Like, 
It's awful. Just a meth den. Yeah, yeah. I saw my wife and I and, and child, of course. But we were we were at a uh, stoplight, and this man he like bent over at the hip and then like curled his knees down low and just did the the most drug dance I've ever seen in my life. And then like made eye contact with in the car and was just like, ah! <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like the wildest thing I've ever seen in my life in, in downtown Albuquerque. Never, never make eye contact. That's actually the, the nickname I've had for them. It won't, I think other El Paso locomotive fans are a little nicer than me, but I've been calling them new Mexico United. <laughs> Jesus That's Christ. Nice. That's nice. Even has a little lispy going on in there. Yeah. With, you know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, Alex, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Uh, we are officially one month out from my wedding day. Woo! And the stress is extensive. I just spent $300 on ties for my groomsmen. Oh my God. And $800 on bags for all of them and for the boys that the little guys that are in the wedding. And I got to finish putting shit in the bag. I got to get them socks. I got to get other things for the bags. So if you guys got gift ideas for groomsmen, you just let me know. I like Can, a nice bottle of uh, whiskey, but that's just me. Yeah. I got a, well, I got a gift. There's a, there's a lot. There's, Three that are under the age of fifteen. Oh, that's not good. Um, whiskey, and then there's a couple that don't drink. So, oh well, don't get. But I, speaking of whiskey, for uh, our for the one month we went and uh, I don't know if you guys know this tradition. We buried our <laughs> bottle of whiskey at the venue. Tradition. So you so you dig a hole and you bury a bottle of whiskey, uh, spout end down, uh, a m- exactly a month before your wedding, and it wards off. Uh, rain and storms on your wedding day it's a it's a southern tradition huh. every once in a while those bastards will get some kind of tradition right are you excited <laughs> to lose your virginity <laughs> <laughs> i am excited to dig up that bottle of fucking buffalo trace and get drunk with my with my friend there you go. i got it i got a piece of advice and it's probably pretty obvious. You probably already know. You said it was what three weeks now? Countdown a month, a exactly month. a month. Starting next week, just do whatever she says. No matter what it is, just yes, ma'am, and just do it. It's it's not about you anymore. It's not about you anymore. Yeah. Once once I get my suit tomorrow and that's all squared away, then my shit is done. Yeah. It's. I remember. We were we we eloped here and then we got married in my hometown at the beach and you know we brought we brought a bit of her family back and we were having a wedding and I'm thinking like you know we're getting married at a buddy of mine's parents house like that overlooks the intercoastal waterway between the mainland and the island and I'm thinking it's a beach wedding you know I can go barefoot no that was that was the wrong thing and I should have checked in I should have that uh I sound like a beaten man, and that's probably because I was. But yeah, I should have should have checked in. My uh, yeah, I was telling Mike pre- previously before we uh, started sounding off here, and I don't know that I want to uh, say the the dollar figure out loud because I don't want people to know what I spent. But I'm spending an erroneous amount of money on a custom suit. Uh, so 
I'm gonna look nice. I'm gonna wear it to every event ever. <laughs> I was a groomsman. I got a fitted welcome suit. Welcome to that dude it's that's great. dressed in a suit at a Bobcats match. You should. Yeah. Is the uh, slide told, whistle making it out to the Albion yeah, game? Yeah, the slide whistle will be out at the Albion game. Butch Ooh. got the slide whistle. I'm very excited for that. <laughs> Just a little, a little bit deeper into the. Uh, only Scott supporter group in North America. I'm gone for that game. I'm just looking. We're working. One. I'll be in. Uh, we're working New on York. a trombone. I'll be in at a wedding of my best friend, one of my best friends from from Jersey. October first, I'll be gone for mm. Albion. Godspeed. Yes. All right. So that's enough nonsense. So let's talk about matches. Let's talk about the last three. So the last time we talked was prior to the uh, Chattanooga match on. The 27th of uh, August. That one was oh, at the wow. Soccerplex. That was the 1 1 draw. Um, I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a battle. Um, watched that one in person. I know both of you watched that on screen, and that was a, that was a tight contest. Both teams fought it, and there was one breakout for each team. Uh, Brandon Clegg in the 46th minute got it from, uh, Darwin off of a short corner from uh, Drew Wibble, and the rest was history, and that was it. There was no it, – it felt like it was just very Rams locked horns and pushing at each other. It was yeah. it, it was exciting to watch because, like, the the guys on the uh, – with the Bobcats have been saying since the beginning, get into the playoffs and all bets are off. Yeah. Get into the playoffs, everything changes. And that was a battle where you were looking at two clubs that are probably going to see each other in the playoffs. If 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 the good lord if the good lord feels it right, you know who uh, you know who didn't break out Taylor Gray because Forka shut that shit down. That yes. was fantastic performance from him. Like Taylor couldn't do anything post match. Uh, Myself and Angus and I think Christian was there. We were all standing outside. And uh, Coach Rostello came over and had a beer with us. And then Richard came out and joined us and we're all standing there drinking a beer. And I I looked at Richard and I was like, hey, man, Mike's going to have to shut the fuck up about you not playing well. You did? (laughs) Did you really? Oh no! And he was like, he was like, I heard he said that I wasn't doing great, so hopefully he's happy now. <laughs> he heard that? Oh fuck! Sorry, Richard. I'm still, I'm still on the uh, the bleachers. Don't listen to uh, me. I don't really like. Oh, but Did hey, I man, that live he in the shot, podcast. I don't he's think I ever he's said been that. he's been up to snuff for the last couple of matches. Um, he struggled for a few, and then he really he picked it up. Uh, I mean that. Uh, another awesome play with for that uh, goal from Clegg with Wivel sending that short corner in. Um, the next match for them was uh, Sunday, September 11th against Pulse. That was a 2-1 loss um, marred in delightful and violent controversy. Um, Elijah Amo got ripped down by the back of his kit in, I think, minute six. Actually, Elijah Amo getting ripped down by the back of his kit was the what led to the set piece against Chattanooga. Which but, I will uh, mention too quickly that that the Clegg header was beautiful. Oh yeah, so oh, yeah. Data has was da- kind of on a down note 
during that stretch of games. But all of a sudden, I yeah. think, uh, it, it looks like Cal United won Chatta two in the playoff picture. Yeah, I, I do will say that I think and we'll, – and we'll save that for talk of the table. So sure. that match against uh, Syracuse was a letdown. Yeah. That was at Laser Stadium. Like you said, a six-minute – red card would change the whole tenor yeah. of the game. And I, I know that the Bobcats organization was not that happy with that missed call there. And it was a clear goal scoring opportunity, a, you know, a pull at the Jersey clearly. So in the VAR world, that's a red card, but unfortunately that was an early match goal for Syracuse, um, a uh, halftime tie up by Khalid Balligan and then an 88th minute, Stunner by uh, Minjay Kwok. And I remember texting y'all on that one and just pure frustration. Um, the Knights love Kwok, don't they? He's their, yeah, uh, he's their they favorite. They do love Minjay Kwok and Maile Milongo. Milongo, yeah. That's a big one. I just noticed about Minjay Kwok, he's, he's 22. Has he already done do – would you guys know, has he already done his military service? No idea. What do you mean? Uh, uh, in South Korea, Korea, you have to do two years. Unless you win the, the Asian games, like uh, like Sunny. Yeah, Sun. Yeah, Sun got out of it. I think it's like for for exceptional athletic ability or something like that. Like uh, the UFC fighter Korean Zombie, he got taken out of the game for two years. Interesting. Let me do some research about that. Is he? Only is he here on a visa? Do you know? Or is he still I'm not sure. No idea. We got no idea. A lot of a lot of the guys that I served with, like, because they have um, when I was in Korea, they have th- uh, a group called Katusas, like Korean augmentees to the U.S. Army, and they serve with the U.S. Army oh. as opposed to the Rock Army, which is awful. But a lot of them are like rich kids, and a lot of them were born in the U.S. and um. They, they come over because they're like, you know, I'm, I'm getting into business. They're all like Harvard grads and shit like that, like super rich kids. Like we went and partied down in Seoul uh, with one of the this kids of the CEO of Samsung. He was and he would always be like, oh, you can you buy me a drink? Can you buy me a drink? And I'm like, yeah, no problem. Like this guy's, you know, in the Korean army, he's probably struggling or whatever. And then we meet him. We meet his family and this just bukus of money. So what I'm reading here, buddy, is that uh, Minjay signed with Cal Strikers in 2020. Um, so he's 20 years old. Uh, he was born in Korea, but he grew up in Southern California playing for youth soccer clubs. Um, around age 17, went to Europe and played in a pro contract somewhere. Are you on his LinkedIn? Because I, I see Z- a club in Zagreb or whatever the fuck you know, wherever the fuck that is. Check. I like when you try to. I like when you not try to pronounce words. God, I shouldn't. I really, <laughs> I really shouldn't. Don't put me on the broadcast of the Bobcast game. I'd be slaughtering everybody's name. Oh my god, there's been a couple of bad ones. Was it? Uh, it might have. It must have been the match against. Uh, against. Who was it? Up. Uh, Pulse, yeah. Logan. He called Belogan, him Logan yeah. the whole time. Belogan. And I like, I'm wish... have a nice Logan sandwich. Yeah, not really. But... 
<laughs> my Belogan has a first name. That, did you not see that tweet? <laughs> well, I, I don't think I did. Our 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 forward has a first name. It's K H A L A L I D. So, Colin Belogan. Yeah, dude, that guy was butchering that shit left and right. I don't know why. That just makes me so inherently angry because as a teacher, I constantly work to make sure I pronounce kids' names right. Yeah. And those guys don't get a chance to tell that person, hey, this is how my fucking name is pronounced. Soccer's hard though. It's so diverse. It's it's hard to uh, to, to know how to say names. Like it's just – that. That Alex talking about his teaching just uh, just reminded me of the vine where it's like he's that's the substitute teacher and he's like shithead. It's Shafid. <laughs> Have you never seen that Key and Peele skit? Oh yeah, where he just goes through the whole. Everybody's yeah. seen A A Ron. A A Ron. Okay, so uh, then we had um, the pulse all the of a sudden LA to force. Let's let's oh, have yeah. a click on the pulse, the pulse for are, a second. The pulse come- are on a five. Five game tear. That's five yeah. straight wins. Good for the league. Good for the pulse. Yeah, it's sad that they may be folding in a month and a half. Combining, who knows? Collaborating. Um, so uh, L.A. Force came to Maryland on the fourteenth. It was the first time uh, since my first Bobcats game that I've missed a Bobcats game. Crazy. It was a it was a wicked twist of events. That ended with just Mike and his child and Christian at the game. Does Christian that listen was to the Bobcast? I'm sure he does. We should get him on. Christian, come what on. What else does he have to? What else does he have to? He's do 20. Today? He's got the his whole sells, life in front of him. He sells so honey. Weird. To he see sells him. honey at the uh, at the Renaissance Fair ah. in Crownsville and on the weekends, and he works at a dick doctor. What do you mean a dick doctor? What's the formal whatever, title of whatever a dick whatever doctor? doctor works on penises? I don't know their name. Penis doctor? No, he's not. No, I'm no, saying penis. is a urologist. A urologist? Yes, that one. The urologist, yeah. <laughs> a dick Oh no, I said penurologist. Is it really urologist? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so um yeah, so it was a short attended game. Know. It was a it was a little bit of a mess. Um, my water heater blew up about an hour before I was meant to leave that day. Didn't go great. It cost me a couple grand. Um, but uh, early goal from Drew Wivel. A sick and goal. Then, that was a yeah, beautiful goal. Yeah. Yeah. And then a brace from uh, Darwin Espinal. The second one, uh, Mike, was on a, was on a um, free kick, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, from outside the okay. box. And, and wait, how many times have we seen that from Espinal now? I think that's got to be his third or fourth free kick. Wait a second. Yeah. Was, it a, was it a free kick and a penalty? Or was yeah, it PK, just a free kick? Uh, yeah. yeah, Davey fucking Mason drew the PK. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's, here's the thing. we got to take a moment to talk about this kid. Drew Wivel played on the reserves, and this is going to come back to my rant. Drew Wivel played on the reserves. He was I, – I believe Drew Wivel was the one that was on – the DC United um, developmental team. Correct. And uh, COVID screwed him out of that. And then he moved up to the Bobcat or moved on to the Bobcats, played in their developmental and moved his way up and has been constant success with the Bobcats. And that's 
fucking awesome. Not just goal that scoring too, so just moving the ball to through see. the midfield. He's been like that's what I fucking love about watching this team. You're watching people from start to finish. Who is the new center that's back? So damn cool. Mansoor. Mansoor. Yeah. He started over Clegg, which I, I found weird, but it was a little maybe weird. Clegg just didn't agree. But I also think that let's let's be frank here. The LA Force isn't known for their attacking prowess. So if you're gonna if you're gonna let a guy take over that's newer and say like, hey, give it your fucking all, I mean that's the time to do it, I guess. LA uh, Force yeah, too in that game. Granted, I I was the uh, you know me I was there as well. It wasn't just Christian and my four year old Abby was there, so we were we were a three pack in the old Bay Brigade. And I only caught bits and pieces of the game because she drives me nuts, and and she loves the Bobcats more than anything in the world, and will not let me go to games without her now, which is a bit of an issue if I'm being honest, because <laughs> I can't watch the game. But LA Force did kind of dominate large portions of that game but then we got the second goal game over all good news we clinched the playoffs too we clinched the playoffs yeah Yeah. so um from there i mean we're looking into the future uh talking the table you've got an away at romeo stadium against uh George's Little Hellions on the 25th this Sunday. With lights. You've got – what? With, With lights, lights, yeah. Uh, mind oh, they you, lights in? Mind you, this no, is the, the guy. High school. Oh, I was about to say they had the, they had the kids working electrical? This, mind you, this is the man who had the audacity to come back at the Bobcats about renting their stadium when they're playing at a local high school – because the stadium that they bought from another company doesn't have fucking lights. If you go to the Michigan Star Sports Center website, it says so-and-so park is now owned by Michigan Stars. They didn't they're acting like they fucking built that shit. That was a that would be like if the Bobcats bought the soccer plex. That's a fucking ridiculous. Um you've got uh the Bobcats at home against Albion on the first. You've got an away at Championship Stadium against Cal United on the fifth. LA Force at LA Harbor College on the eighth. And then back at home for the final home uh, regular season against the Syracuse Pulse. And if you are listening to this, come to the Soccerplex on October 15th. Also come October 1st, but really October 15th because we're going to try to pack the stands for that one. To get real rowdy. I'm kind of sad the season's ending. It's like it's in sight. It's close. Well, that's sad. That just means you cycle around and put another season in the books. It's true. So we'll be uh, back. Hopefully Nisa with Nisa. Nisa table as of current is as follows. Uh, Cal United is sitting at the top. Um, there's little to no. There's little to no chance of anyone catching them. You know, they I'm are thinking at about this too. There should be some sort of award for first place in the Nisa table. Now that it's a single table. True. Yeah. I don't know what you call so, it. So, um, un- uh, unless the Knights something ha- Nisa award, <laughs> unless something crazy goes down, Cal United's at the top of the table. Chattanooga's in second. Albion's in third. Michigan Stars is in fourth. Maryland's in fifth. Syracuse is in sixth. 
Now, we're pretty much uh, locked in for the six teams that are in the playoffs. Um, now it's just movement within. Um, and that's the cool thing about it because there is some real tight play between six, five, four, and three. Um, so it's a 0.5 goal, uh, points per game differential between three and six. And any given team can bounce around there. Interesting. Yeah, that um, is tight. So, I mean, it's going to be very interesting. The Bobcats did clinch a playoff uh, spot this past week. So congratulations to them. Um, from the beginning, at the first game of the season, I spoke with uh, Jay Saba in the ownership. And his first statement to me was, we need to just worry about making the playoffs. He said, I don't care where we're at in the playoff seating. We need to make playoffs because then all bets are off. And that's the case. All bets are fucking off. It's a big improvement for the Bobcats from last year, right? Like, yeah, we saw them kind of establish themselves as a club with professional aspirations last year, and this year, any given night, they could play with any given team. They tied Cal United at home. They've beaten Chattanooga. Tied Chattanooga. Like they can play with anybody any given night on the table. So, yeah, playoffs. It's a massive. It's a massive roster too. It would be nice to get a home game though. It would be very nice. And that's what you were saying before that we recorded the podcast. This game at Michigan away on the 25th of September is a huge game because that moves us into fourth place and in uh, yep. home field advantage position for the playoffs. So, Yeah, that could put us into third place. And then you've got a situation then of um, if, the, if the Bobcats can move into third place over Michigan Stars this weekend, then Michigan – let me pull up theirs real fast. Michigan then follows up with um, Syracuse Pulse, which Syracuse is on a tear lately. Albion, they're on a tear. Flower City, they're going to get walloped. I could see Albion and winning the whole fucking shebang. I could see. I could definitely see Albion taking all of it. Any of the team. I don't any want of to. The teams in the playoffs outside of the Pulse, I think, have a chance. It, the Pulse are on a five-game winning streak. What the fuck are you talking about? That's true, too. That's a good point, Alex. Uh, the, the only team that I look at right now that I don't see any chance of a championship win, I can't believe I'm Cal United. Cal United looks like they're backing down. They only have to win two games, though. So that's I, I get that. They're on this like streak of just like slowly but surely falling back on the table. They're still at the top, but their numbers have gone wild. I think it's the ghost of Jimmy Carter haunting Don Eber. Sure, sure, <laughs> fucking hope so. Dear, dear little one, wonderful Jimmy Carter, come on back, here and back when I was for the for the steamers, we used to do things like this. Woof. <laughs> Oh, Everybody girl. roots for a good steamer. Not me. If a girl dropped a Cleveland steamer on my chest, I would freak the fuck out. <laughs> I think we cut that one for the final recording. Because I, <laughs> I feel like if your wife listens to this, she's going to punch you in the face. If my wife listens to this, it means that I am dead, and she's just listening to it to hear my <laughs> voice. And she'll be like, oh, uh, silly Mike. So uh, the Romeo Stadium this weekend is a big fucking game. Albion at home is winnable too. At home, all of a sudden, 
home is a fortress. Yeah. I, yeah. I appreciate Coach Rostello recognizing the old Bay Brigade and you specifically, yeah. Alex, too. Like, it's become even the game that you all, the old Bay Brigade, didn't show up. Like, there was still enough fans in the stand where it felt like a home game. And yeah, like, it is, it is a place for the Bobcats now. Of, of and talking to a couple of the, the guys on the on the team they all really love to hear the noise and the drums and shit nice all right and i don't care what kind of crowd we've got out there the only reason you and your child weren't banging on those drums was because my dumbass had the drumsticks at my house actually abby was super (laughs) disappointed there was no drums too she was talking about drums the whole way out there like i'm gonna play on the drums abby if you're listening first of all go to bed Second of all, we'll bring more drumsticks for you next week. Alex, I was just talking about Cleveland Steamers. I will not play this episode for my four-year-old. You're not just going to redact that whole section. It's going to be one loud beep. I think I'm just going to play it as is because, you know, everyone knows what a Cleveland Steamer is. And if you don't – Because this is a godless place. So um, Cal United away at championship. That's going to be tough. But it's a game that they could get a point from. And at that point, if they take Michigan and take Albion, just getting one point out of that game is enough. Away at Romeo, home Albion, away Cal United, away LA Force, home at Pulse. How many points are you thinking out of that? Three away at Romeo. Because fuck the Michigan Stars. I think we'll get 15. 15. I think anywhere from 11 to 15. You think they win all of those, Jake? I'm a homer, man. Come on. I'm saying one point at Cali. Dude, 13. They they go on it. See, here's what I'm afraid of. I don't, and I hate to say this, I don't want to see them blow it here. I don't want to see them go out and kill these last five games and win 4-0, 5-0, 4-0, 5-0, and then get to the playoffs and be burnt. I want to see them get to where they need to be. If they don't make home field advantage, that's fine. I love home field advantage, but if they don't get it, they don't get it. But they've got a battle when they get to that point. 15 points, though, Jake, you really think so? So 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 let's let's talk let's talk rationally about the boys for a second. I want to I want to be real with you. I say LA Michigan's a win. Game. I say win. I say Michigan's a win this weekend. So that's three. Okay. Yeah. What win. do you think about Albion at home? Win. I agree with that. That's, I think they're going to. I think they're going to take care of business at home against Albion. I think you only get one point out of Cal United, but they won last time. I think. That's a tough one away. I, I think there's there's two. Well, they won the last away game there. They, here's there's two there's two ways this can go. They either get they absolutely mollywopped by Cal United, like five nil slaughter, or it's a absolute bloodbath tight play. One mistake wins it, and it's not going to be. I don't see Cal United's game being a, you had an incredible play, you scored a goal. I think it's going to be somebody fucked up. 
they they haven't beat us since September 26 of 2021. So we drew just at the beginning or in November of 2021, and then we beat them one nil in August. Mm. So yeah, they haven't beat us since last September. That one yeah. win was one of my favorites of the season. Cal, yeah, right there. that's a great win, especially because especially because Don Ebert was so angry to see us. He yeah. came out. I don't know if we ever talked about that one, Jake. He came out of the out of the locker room, and we weren't in the stands yet. We were up getting burgers, and he said to Ron, the guy who runs one of the guys who runs Nisa, who was there with him. He goes, "Thank God those fuckers, those Jimmy Carter loving fuckers, aren't here." <laughs> that means we are in your head making jokes about Jimmy Carter. I mean, imagine though, for just a second, that you you were going to go to the Olympics. I was boycotted to play for your nation. Yeah, it's disappointing. Back when it was still a nation that people were proud of, for the most part. Yeah, you just finished up with a nice warm steamer. <laughs> Oh God! So I, it could go anywhere. And then LA Force, you just expect three points out of. Yeah, because they. Stick. And then I expect I expect three points out of them at home against Syracuse. That's going to be a tight one, but I see a win there. The polls, so I I I don't imagine agree. the polls come out firing. Like I'd be scared to play the polls in the playoffs. Oh yeah, for sure. And right now it's it's Albion Pulse, and then we're away at Michigan as the table stands currently. Um, yeah, it should be. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one o'clock game at the Michigan Sports Center. We'll all get tickets and fly out it's together. It's cold as fucking Michigan, too, by the end of October. Yeah, it October. is. Yeah, it is. You and Kai. Here's to hoping it's nice enough in Havity Grace, Maryland that day. Because all those games will be on the 22nd. Fun fact, um, when I bought myself and my future wife are old Bay Brigade kits. I said, what number do you want on the back years? And she said, well, why don't you get 20 and I'll get 22 and you can uh, get our new last name on the back. And I was like, Oh, that's cute. Little did she know when she asked for that, she pretty much made it clear that we are going to take a picture at our wedding in those jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> She's not happy about that. Were there some, Cal United MLS Next Pro rumors going on this week. There, so there was something. Here's the thing. Here's what keeps happening. Jake's favorite little nerds latch onto a post and they tweet it out violently. Detroit City. Yes. Those nerds. Then there is one random person that latches onto what they said. It's the same every time there's a rumor of Nisa shutting down. It's always back to one of them. They love the doom and gloom. That's that's part of my fucking rant for later. If you're not in the same league as a club and you don't like them, shut the fuck up. Nobody cares. They can't. They can't shut the fuck up. It's impossible for them to do it. Oh. They're so loud and they're just a mid-table championship squad. But they do love Alex's Michigan Stars tweets, which – Don't get me wrong. They'd – They'd rip the Bobcats' dicks off and put them on their faces like unicorn horns. But <laughs> here's the thing. They're not going to play against each other. 
Unless it's like, the open cup. It's yeah. like it's like that dude from uh that likes the Rochester Rhinos team in MLS Next Pro that randomly comments on all of our shit about Nisa folding. Who why are you here? <laughs> are you that bored with your life? I mean he's just a low he is a lower league supporter, you know? <laughs> he also looks just like Eminem in eight mile and I hate it. Oh, uh, well, I was gonna. I was gonna. Have you actually seen him in person? I thought it was like Jamie Vardy's Jamie Vardy's burner account <laughs> or something. Epic. Imagine. Do we still know that he's involved in that club? Is he still like actively involved in that? I haven't seen his name. I, he, I mean, I haven't seen him pull out of the project. He certainly had his, you know, he certainly had his greedy little paws holding you, up jersey about a year ago. So you, you would, yeah. you would be interested in him pulling out. I, I, I would be. Face. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of, I understood that reference. Speaking of that, uh, speaking of people who speaking are slightly famous, tag um, time. have you guys been two things real quick before we get to rants because we got to get to rants? Have you guys watched any of Welcome to Wrexham? No, it is Wrexham. Damn near killed him. Is... <laughs> nice. <laughs> it is excellent. Yeah, um, my future wife's. Uh, cousin, um, is a season ticket holder for Wrexham. He lives in, he lives down the street from me, but he flies back to watch Wrexham matches. Sick. Um, and he like, he got me interested in this club over the past couple of years. It is so cool to watch the genesis of this club since Ryan Reynolds and, uh, Rob McElhinney took over. It's super duper cool. Also, that's go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, that's got to be such a cool feeling. Like when like seemingly good, wealthy people take over your club and they're going to take it places and it's not, you don't have to worry like, you know, is Ryan Reynolds hacking up a journalist in a, in a hotel room somewhere? <laughs> and it's nice. Yeah. I trust Jay um, Saba the, to not do that as well. The other thing, <laughs> did you both see the new FIFA trailer? Hey, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get that game solely so that I can put the difficulty to very easy and just beat the shit out of that Crystal Palace looking club over and over ah. and over again 20 to nothing. <clears throat> uh Mike Oh, Jake, you should watch it. You should watch it. They're they're based on Crystal Palace. No, I'm not watching that. I don't fuck with Palace. Uh Mike, the new trailer for FIFA is a screen uh, a shot of someone being interviewed by the reporters and then it cuts to like all these players talking about him and then it cuts to Ted Lasso so the t- so AFC Richmond and Ted Lasso are in the new FIFA which let's be real can you like you can't say with a with a clear conscience that they're not going to sell twice the games they were going to sell because they put that shit in that game. It's because Ted Lasso's fantastic. My wife loves it. I love that show. Like, Emily is obsessed with that shit. It's great. That's yeah. why she's interested in soccer is because of Ted fucking Lasso. Yeah. They're not based on Crystal Palace. It's not even like a soccer show. It's like a – it is kind of a – it's a – my wife not, likes they, it and there's soccer involved. So, like, yeah, I'm going to be watching. The thing for me with that show is that they don't – 
the soccer is not watered down. The soccer that's played on the show is like, it, it's like, it reminds me sort of like a comedy version of Friday Night Lights. When I was back in school and everybody was watching Friday Night Lights, everybody was obsessed with that shit. But then when you watched it, it was like watered down sports scenes so they could have that shit without anybody getting hurt. With like, Except they're Jason playing Street. Tr- Don't forget about him. He got paralyzed. He did get hurt. He's almost like. Wasn't there a guy named Booby in that show? That's uh, the Friday Night Lights movie. Put it, put Booby in. Uh, have Riggins. you ever heard? Speaking of Booby, have you ever heard uh, T Pain explain why his nickname is Titty Boy? They interviewed him. They interviewed him at a radio station, and the guy, the guy kept calling him Titty Boy, and the DJ was like, "Tell me, why is that your nickname?" And he was like. Oh, when I was four, I was still being breastfed. So they told me I was always on the titty. And like, that was the end of the conversation. He's telling the truth. I was like, damn, I mean, that might be his first us, memory for you. You're telling us all your information. <laughs> so, Jake, you said you had a good rant. Okay. So, my rant. My rant is about the current USMNT selections, um, mainly about them continuing to ignore Jordan Pifok. It's stupid. They keep talking about how, oh, who's our nine? Who's our nine? Who's our nine? They had a guy, and whatever. If you don't respect the Swiss League, whatever. He led the league in goals. Now he's at Union Berlin, and he's got... What's his stats right now? Six matches, five goal involvements, three goals, two assists. And oh, yeah, his team is top of the fucking table right now. This whole idea of like these coaches that are so rigid in their game plan. Oh, well, you know, he just doesn't fit the style. He scores fucking goals, Greg, you triple G fuck. Like, it's it's ridiculous to me. They're going to bring in – do you – like, they couldn't make room for him? You don't think we know what Paul Areola is capable of at the speaking of titties. Paul Areola is capable of at this point. It's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I know there's some DC people that listen to this. He was a Cholo legend first, just so you know. But we know what Paul Areola can do. Like, why is he on this roster? Bring in PFOC. I don't even mind the sergeants there. Is Pepe there? No. I don't even mind the Pepe. I don't believe he is. Pepe's there. Is he? Areola, I accept Morris, I do not. Morris, yeah. Well, fine. Get out. Neither of those guys. Like, we know what they're capable of. Like, get people in there and get him reps. 90 plus one, shout out protagonist podcast because they do everything better than Rooster and the Villain. Everybody knows this. 90 plus one is also a fantastic addition to the protagonist podcast network. They were saying, is it possible that Pepe in this camp is playing for his spot? P-Folk is actually a lock. They know what he can bring. They've seen him, what he can do. They know he's an alternative to, to what they're bringing as far as uh, Ferreira, Sargent. Uh, and then like, is it possible P-Folk's already a lock? It's possible. If he's, if he's a lock, get him reps. Like we have to get this True. team gelling. Like Moose is hurt. We got it. We have to get this team gelling at this point, especially like with the center backs and the guys who are playing up top. Like we more than anything else, we know who the midfield is when they're healthy. It's 
uh, Adams, McKinney, MMA. and Musa. Like that is the most solidified yep. point on the field. But the this idea Acosta's of great like, too. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, I like Acosta. Like as a like as a sub off the bench or whatever. But I just I don't understand it. Like the guy is scoring goals, and that's something we've been severely lacking. Like, oh, he doesn't fit in Greg's system. Make him fit. You're supposed to be a, like a good manager. Be a good manager. Make that dude fit. Yeah, but oh, Greg, also fuck, but, but, uh, fuck triple G G G. Fuck. His argument is that Pepe has scored a bunch of goals in in qualifying, which I think is fair. You know, he comes in that Honduras game and and puts in a brace, and that was super important for qualifying. So I think that I kind of agree that Pepe is a solid choice and I, I really liked watching him in qualifying, you know, at where uh, Augsburg or whatever. See, see, I'm the worst pronunciation guy there is, but like he's not going to get any service on a fucking lower league Bundesliga team. Maybe Pepe is still legit. Is that possible? But, but you still, you leave Morris, you leave Morris or Areola off the, the, the lineup and you put P fuck in there. Absolutely. Agree. Who's who's lower league German? What's that? Who's on the lower league German well, squad? Well, Pepe was before he got transferred to uh, oh, Groninger yeah. out in Netherlands. Yeah, but that's that is the league where all like young young U.S. players should be aiming for is that the Eredivisie. That's absolutely a great league for them. I I like Pepe. He's from El Paso. It was a big deal to see him get to play, um, and I like him. I just. I just don't understand. If he lays a turd, let's say he lays a turd against Japan and then a turd against Saudi Arabia, he's off the roster. Who do they bring in then? Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I guess this is the point where they really, like, they make those final cuts. I I had listened to a little bit of the 90 plus one, but I really hadn't delved that deep into it. It was while I was out with the dog and he's a bastard. So, like, I mean, there could be a lot of changes to this this listing so yeah because yeah, way is in and then that's the only other lock out of the front right i think p fuck's gonna get in i really believe it i think p fuck's still gonna be on the final roster so. and i think ggg what'd you call him triple gg triple g fuck you yeah, triple like g that. fuck i'm almost tempted to name the episode that but it is the maryland bobcast so perhaps i can't and then I don't know if it got through, but to end my rant, also, fuck Graham Potter. <laughs> you, you dumb. <laughs> leaving, leaving in the middle of our best season ever. I hate you. I don't care what you've done for the club up to this point. I'm saying this with a broken heart. I probably, like, deep down still love you, man. He went to Chelsea, like, though. The Dark Lord. Hate you. God. Chelsea's the worst. The worst. Get Pulisic out of there. It, all, right, all right, I got a, I got a question. This is not my rant. We're gonna we're gonna delay rants for a little bit. We still have a little bit of time. How good is Christian Pulisic? NRA Mark? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I've never heard that before. That's wonderful. With that haircut, he's worse. Consistent, considerably worse. He, you just know, like looking at him. Like coming up, he had so much smoke blown up his ass. You know that guy's a dick. He's very talented, but like his the I like the dickishness though. Okay, I'll see. 
he's he's very talented. He's very competitive. Um, I don't like his politics, and uh, he just looks like a prick, like one of those dudes that just has had smoke blown up his ass. And I think that really gets to him. Like you see how he dealt with Tuchel, and obviously Tuchel's not the the best person to deal with. Like he, you saw what he said in his book about Tuchel, right? Tuchel and yeah. attacking players, it's like you spent you know, hundreds of millions of dollars on attacking players could never figure it out. Like he deserved to get fired in, in you know, in my Tottenham opinion. And every fucking attacking player hated him. Fuck Tuchel. Fuck Tuchel. I've said this many times before on the podcast. Fuck Tuchel. But so still, Christian thought- Pulisic, you hate you hate him because he got mad at your manager. No. Look me in the eyes. <laughs> I just hate Tugel. I hate Tugel before Conti and fuck Tugel. Christian Pulisic to me though is like a better player on a mid-table team. You know, he should have gone to Newcastle. He should have gone to Newcastle for sure. He should have gone to Bayern. And then uh, imagine Tugel gets hired over there. You can, go to, you can go to Valencia. They play a 4-3-3 Alex, now. Alex, do you have to go? I see a look in your face like your fiance. No, I'm just, listening. I'm just listening but zoned into everything else around me at the same time. All right, good. All right. So here's, here's final my USMNT thoughts? Um, so I, I – <clears throat> the kits are horrid. Everybody but knows. Not as at not as bad as I thought they were going to be. I thought they were going to be worse. Um, it's really interesting to see all these little, the, not little, but all these secondary kit makers dropping their own versions. Fire ones, though. Wild. Oh, so yeah. good. But random shout out here to Olive and York and the Out of This World Cup Twitter page. I don't know if either of you have seen my come, have seen any of the reposts. I've seen it. It sounds they funny. are doing because Olive and York did kits across America, where they did a kit for each state. I remember that. Now they're doing a kit for each planet, huh. and each planet has its own representative kit. Does Pluto and one? I have a I have a degree in uh, astrophysics, and that's the coolest shit I've ever seen. So congratulations, Olive and York, on taking a good chunk of my money. I would love to have a kit with Uranus on it. Is that wait? Is that considered at that point? Is that considered a cornhole jersey? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! So real quick, some of the other names for Christian Pulisic: Anor Amar, Magadana, Huanan Charisma, Arian Robin. Has he proven that he's a fucker yet? I feel like he hasn't proven he's a fucker. I mean, he he wrote a book talking shit. I mean, like all feelings aside about Tuchel, he wrote a book that he did not know Tuchel was going to be sacked while writing this book, just straight laying into his coach, like saying Tuchel tried to wave me off on my goal against Real Madrid. He tried to tell me to drop back and I said no and went and scored the goal. Like he he Good, buried man. him. Fuck Tuchel. I want to read <laughs> that book. I, I I do. I, that's on my reading list. And all of a sudden, because I'm reading a lot right now in my brain, I've got this situation going on because I'm hearing all you're saying about our uh, NRA Mar, 
But then I've got something like what happened this past weekend in D.C. where multiple players heard Taxi from D.C. United use a slur towards another player. Right. And shit's popping off. He denies it. Like now – The ultras were the ultras were acting like shit, weren't they? Yep. They, uh, they tweeted something about – uh, how they thought that the dude that he called the N-word must have smelled like cologne and cheap beer or something like that. Some kind of Greek joke. It was a bad yeah. choice. There was, was the slur directed towards DeAndre Yel- uh, Yedlin? But no, Yedlin's I heard Yedlin. Was, no, it was the from what the person he was interacting with was who he said it to. And the dude was like fucking a foot and a half taller than him, but neither here nor there. So, so USA triple G's fucking up. Triple G fuck. Fuck Tuchel <laughs> as, as Mike says. Fuck. Tuchel. So Mike, do you have a rant or do you want me to go? Uh, I do have a rant. Go for it. I'm going to call out Nisa as a whole for a few things. First of all, we need a cup competition between Nisa and Nisa Nation that's not the regional cup. I think somehow you like play in the amateur squads into like the full table and I think that any kind of competition would be awesome. Like I said earlier in the podcast, top of the table also if you're doing one table gets a uh, some sort of award and then uh, just just do a better the job. The Lawrence Gerard Memorial Trophy. There you go. That'd be nice. The pizza, just like a the golden pizza. That'd be a funny one. And then uh, just do a better job of vetting your fucking squad. Stop fucking everyone else in the league that's trying hard. Like like the Val United situations, embarrassing. Bay United, uh, Bay Cities, not Bay United. A little bit embarrassing as as much as we love Anders, but get your shit together. Like it's a pro league. Don't fuck it up. The, the Bobcats are trying. Cal United's good. Chattanooga's good. Syracuse Pulse trying. Even Flower City. God bless them. They suck. But they're trying. Like, come on. Let's let's, Dude, let's Flower City be going for a little Flower longer. City Union is a fucking ton of fun to watch like they are busting their asses to try to be successful in albion too i i, I, I really to admit yeah. that i love the albion rise like that's a legit club we need more of this we need more leagues we need more professional soccer in america going into 2026 or just like it's my favorite sport so we just always need more professional sports and mls next pro Forfeit. So if the Bobcats go to USL League One like Jake has hoped and prayed for with ESPN Plus, which I listened back to that rant and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything made sense. So if Nisa folds, USL League One's good, but I'm still hoping Nisa holds on for a little bit. So get your shit together, Nisa, and make more cool trophies. You need more trophies. Just saying, regional rivalry, if that was to happen with Richmond Kickers, and every Twitter post I see involving that club, they're drinking Hennessy in the stands. What? So, yeah. A DMV Cup would be fun. Enough clubs. 
Alex, Ranty? <laughs> I'm still stuck on them uh, drinking Henny in the stand. Yeah, there's like they have some rivalry. I, I don't understand the situation too much. I don't want to be making assumptions, but I'm telling you, like every time I see it, it's like they're talking about like Richmond Kickers fans are talking about Hennessy and some other club that they don't like. Jesus, Richmond like, Kickers like a fun, fun little city. I love, I love Hennessy and apple Casey juice. Beverage? I don't know that I've, I don't know that I've ever had Hennessy. Never had Hennessy. Never I don't seen. think I have. It's good. Wow. Yeah, I don't think I have. Not a heart. So my rant, everything, everything they say about it is true. My rant is based around the constant attempt to tear down other clubs in other leagues. If you're going at a club in your own league and you're fucking with them, here's the thing. We will fuck with a club the entirety of the week of a game. Once that game's over, I couldn't give less of a fuck what that club does. Like, at the end of Sunday night, the winner is the winner against the, with this Michigan-Maryland game. And the loser's a loser. That's just what happens. But, like, a club, especially a amateur club, like the situation that's been going down for the last two years, a club that didn't make the pros who is whining about not making the pros constantly. It doesn't make your club look any more professional to send your own players out, literally their own players out to fight your battles on Twitter and try to tear down a club that is working to be successful. I just, I I find, I find so much frustration in that because there's so much of, the soccer community that's so supportive and so caring and it always feels like clubs would help each other with no with no issue and then you get a club that's like hey let's burn everything fucking down i mean the soccer community eats itself alive it seems like it's sad yeah i mean number number one how the hell is it Maryland Bobcats or their fans' fault that Christos didn't go pro? Like, why are you yelling at us? I don't get that. And then number two, same thing you're talking about, DCFC's dumbass fans running their mouths at Sacramento. Like, oh, you know, I thought they'd be carrying a sign at Don Garber or something. It's like, shut up. You aren't even in the final. Shut up. And they're like, oh, you lost 3-0 to an MLS side. We would never. And it's like, you didn't even make the yeah. final, you fucking idiots. Seeing seeing a championship squad in the U.S. Open Cup was pretty awesome. Just seeing it. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. Former former locomotive Nick Ross is on that squad too. So little soft spot in my heart. I I almost felt bad that last year I called them Ball Sack Republic. <laughs> you had some great nicknames. <laughs> Why are? Come on, man. So I got one more thing before we wrap up here. Did you really tell Richard Forca that I said that? Because I don't think I ever said that live on the, on the pod. I said, and I love I said, I said, some of our guys have been worried about your play, oh. but you killed it tonight. And he said, I know I've been worried about it too. Oh, oh God. He's, I love it. Forka's not going to like walk up to you and punch you in the face. Well, I'm not worried about that. I'm just worried about his boys that sit next to us in the stands because <laughs> he has like a whole – Don't worry. He has a squadron of fans. Like Forka brings – 
He so brings if, at least 10 people to the game every time. If we were to marginalize or mark, and the people listening to this aren't going to see this visual, if a giraffe's genitalia is here, Not that far. crew of people are hanging out somewhere up here. Very high. Um, <laughs> they're wild. I want to hang out with them sometime. <laughs> the one guy specifically, he's old baby. Gotta, yeah. he, he doesn't officially – Qualify as old Bay Brigade, I guess, but he is old Bay Brigade. He's, I want to he's on the name. Twitter. We gotta get him Twitter. on the pod. <laughs> I got a, uh, I got a video with a shirtless Richard Forka for my oh, yeah, anniversary. That's nice. That's a nice touch. <laughs> I'm glad they shouted nice. you out. Yeah, that was really nice of them. Also, yeah, add that to my rant. Thank you guys. That really meant a lot. 